0: Wednesday afternoon. Wait, no it's not. No, it's
1: Thursday.
0: It's Thursday afternoon. It's been a long week for the science genius girls. <laughs> yes, D.D. I'm feeling tired. We had an 8 o'clock class and as we discussed in our first podcast, um, in the early morning directly after waking up, it's like you're drunk. and I really do feel drunk because we discuss things and I just feel like I'm not making any sense to anybody. And this morning I woke up. And I had these gigantic bags under my eyes, so now I'll tell you a secret. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) So I bought Preparation H, and I put it under my eyes so I wouldn't look like a Basset Hound. Nice. Thank you, Pamela Anderson. Is she the one you got that tip from? Yes.
1: You guys are tight. You're friends.
0: (laughs) BFFs forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, you look very good, even without
0: this Preparation H. Oh, wow. I do look good today. Oh yes. <laughs> Just
1: wanna warp our listeners' viewer view like mental image of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're tired.
0: Yes, we but are. Bear with us. But we're here. We've got a few items for you today.
1: That's right, there have been a lot of hot stories that have come off the wires in the last couple hot. Hot. Yeah.
0: Sizzling. Sizzling Not to hot. be missed. So we're gonna start with those and then Per um, a listener request, we're actually going to tell a few more stories from the lab. That's right. Because apparently we're amusing.
1: Yeah, some (laughs) back-in-the-day fun mishaps or incidents (laughs) that we'd like to share with all of you. So, yeah, let's start first with uh, this uh, (laughs) new entertainment that's coming out called uh, Panda Porn.
0: (laughs) It's actually not for our entertainment, (laughs) (laughs) Aditi. Oh, really?
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know, <Damn>. disappointed.
1: <laughs> oh, so, uh, again, we're using our, our main news source, CNN. We found that <laughs> that uh, a couple, uh, a panda couple, that is, in, in Thailand haven't been mating, haven't been doing their job, which is creating more pandas, <laughs> and what the zoo officials in Thailand have come up with, which is kind of unique, you know, like not, you know, rather than I I don't know what else you could do to get pandas to mate, but instead they're showing them a DVD that they hope will get them in the the mood,
0: so... No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. It's really terrible because what if a bunch of aliens took you and put you in a zoo with the ugliest man you could ever imagine, (laughs) and then they were like, okay kids, reproduce! (laughs) And then, (laughs) when you wouldn't... They show you other ugly people having sex, you're like,
1: hmm.
0: Here's Richard Simmons and some ugly woman having sex. (laughs) Are you inspired? Go to it. (laughs) Now! Faster! Yeah,
1: yeah. So, that was entertaining. I don't know. I I mean, these poor pandas, like, I don't know if they're on a... Are they on a deadline, you know? Like, <laughs> they like?
0: We need a kid by next year.
1: <laughs> uh, what else does this say? Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, pandas are really popular. With <laughs> FYI. FYI. Oh, and then they've, um, it's doubled the number of
0: visitors that have come to. Because the, they're probably <laughs> waiting to see if the pandas are going to have sex. And again, I refer you to Exhibit A on CNN.com, namely the picture attached to this article. (laughs) It's not that they haven't tried to reproduce, Uh, it's just that it didn't work. Okay, so they just need to try harder. Yeah,
1: yeah, they just need to, you know... (laughs)
0: I'm feeling bad for these pandas. But I know they're
1: just inexperienced, maybe <laughs> haven't been around a lot of other pandas. Who
0: knows? Actually, yeah, that's what they said. They're in captivity, so they're not exactly sure what to do. With yeah, themselves. now
1: they're like under this microscope, and and, and you know, I'm sorry, like you can't help but think, like, if you would never had sex before, and then all of a sudden someone just like makes you watch porn, it'd be so. Oh, I'd be scared. I'd
0: be scared too. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> And so, so, our theme today is, I would say, reproduction. Yeah, yeah yes. Reproduction. Because our second story is about bats. And that <clears throat> researchers at Syracuse University have found that um, bats with bigger testicles have smaller brains, and the bats with bigger brains have smaller testicles.
1: Hmm, an inverse relationship, if
0: you if will. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, this was published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society because it's something the Queen would like to read, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
1: Suzanne, do tell that that story again. <laughs> oh, his testes were
0: huge! <laughs> Apparently this is due to, you know, natural selection and all that good stuff. But see, the thing that I want to say is that the only reason this is on the internet is because sex sells. Even animal sex. I mean we're animals, but animals other than us. Us, yeah. Yeah, The pandas and the bats. Exactly.
1: Cute animals, sex. Science. (laughs) It all just goes together.
0: It all just works together. (laughs) And it's not like there isn't other stuff out there. I Mm -hmm. mean every day they post new research results on this thing called Eurekalert.com and and there's all sorts of stuff and like last night there was some study about how there's not gonna be enough um um like metals to make copper pipes or oh. whatever. Like we're gonna run out of that natural resource. Sure. Okay. Can't think of my words today. It's okay. Yeah. Hmm, it's sad. sad.
1: But coming back to this bats thing wasn't the another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm <was laughs> like I've read the paragraph four. <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't
1: read all of it either. But I was trying to remember there's um Something about how the the bats with the smaller brains, bigger testicles, also were the ones who were more promiscuous or something? Or was it the females yes. that are promiscuous? Well, the
0: females were attracted. Let's see. Oh, where the females were faithful, in other words, not cheaters. Right. The males had smaller testes and larger brains. Uh. So you know that the only reason they put this up is because they want people to be like, hee hee hee, see? Men have small brains and high sex drive. Yeah, yeah. And then women can just be like, God Yeah, like see this
1: proves it because the bats show. Yeah that And we're just like
0: a few steps away from bats. <laughs> we're like so close genetically, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> can bats see in the dark? Are they the ones that can see in the dark? I think they're the ones who like squeak at really high um, frequency? frequency and okay. then they like it bounces off and they that's how they see. Okay,
1: so they can't see then.
0: I'm not sure if they can see. Huh. I think that's a myth.
1: Okay. <laughs> we should do a Mythbusters episode Ooh, at some point. Ooh, that would be
0: good. If there's any myths you want busted, just <laughs> let us know. We'll look into it. Before <laughs> we we'll get right to that. <laughs> you know, somebody emailed us and they wanted to know something about um, landfills. Oh, what, yeah. what
1: about landfills? Just Whether that down. can
0: be part of our natural resources, I guess? Oh. Maybe like the gas that's created in landfills? I'm not really oh, sure. It okay, sounded okay. valid. Yeah. Just, I mean I'm a genius, but there's some stuff that's just way in the back of my brain. Yeah. And I, it takes some time <laughs> it's to pull. Out. Yeah, you know, it's gonna <laughs> the archivist will get right to it.
1: <laughs> Speaking of archives
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Suzanne has got to do a really fun story about archives.
0: Yes, we live in Santa Cruz, and I got to write a story for the Santa Cruz Sentinel about the Santa Cruz Boardwalk archives, and, yeah, yeah. It's an example of how sometimes you get a story, and it just sucks, and yeah. the editor won't believe you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to know bring about this. <laughs> oh, what the hell, we might as well put it out there. I tried telling him, but he wouldn't listen. Yeah, so I'm a science writer, and I'm writing about roller coasters. Yay, roller coasters! <laughs> and not even the physics of them. Cool. So anyway. anyway, should we get into our fun lab
1: stories? Yes. Yeah. So mine really doesn't have that much to do with science as much as it just happens to take place in a lab setting and have, happens to do with you know just sort of human nature in the lab. And stuff and, like
0: this happens all the stuff, time. Yeah, and I just thought it seems so serious, but but
1: really they're just you know they're human and and really really odd humans sometimes. So, so when I was in grad school, I worked um, in a lab that had a lot of different users, and, and this was like a common thing at the at Santa Barbara where, where I went to grad school. And so not in my research group, but in a different research group, there was this lab that had basically like one section of it was devo- devoted to, you know, like really basic chemistry, like a, you know, like a bench top with, you know, beakers and, you know, like the beakers were in on our lips. ScienceGeniusGirls.com.
0: They're cute! they no, Oh, ScienceGeniusGirls.blogspot.com. That's right. <laughs> Emphasis. <laughs> Emphasis is good. Emphasis anyway. Is good. So, yes, yeah, so anyways, so this is divided
1: into two parts. And the front part was this chemistry bench top thing, you know, really normal. And then the back part was this really fancy optics laser lab. And so, I don't know if any of you work with lasers, but when you do set up <laughs> a laser, you have to draw, like, a black curtain around it, or some sort of curtain, so you know, make sure that someone just doesn't wander in and be like, hey, what's going on? and gets, you know, like that. a laser in the eye. So that only the person working on the laser. We'll do that. So anyway, so one of my friends works in the chemistry part of this lab. Actually, two of my friends do. And they all oft- often have to work with this girl who works in the laser part of the lab. And so one day one of my friends walks into the lab and notices that they're a little like pink flecks and chips of wall and, <laughs> and you know like uh, what is that stuff called drywall is that what drywall? it is yeah. yeah drywall flakes like all over the ground like as in a trail from the chemistry side of the room to the laser side of the room and then like the black curtain part is drawn and so you know he investigates a little more and it turns out that the girl that was working in the laser part of the lab needed to use the phone to figure out something that was wrong with the with the laser i guess it had you know, malfunction that day, or nothing really unsafe, but, you know, she needed to be on the phone with the technician <laughs> while looking at the laser. I mean, not directly at the laser. <laughs> Into it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> That's bad. So so what she had done, because, some of, you know, sometimes labs don't have, you know, like cordless phones, she had actually ripped a wall-mounted phone off the wall <laughs> and dragged it all the way across the lab to the back part of the lab where she needed it, And I mean, I imagine that would take a bit of strength to physically, you know, separate uh, a phone from the wall, and you'd think, you know, like, as a scientist or, you know, just as a normal person, you'd be like, huh, maybe I'll go get a cordless phone, or maybe I'll like, you know, plug a jack in, you know, and try to somehow get the phone back there (laughs) without actually just ripping it off the wall, which is what this girl had done. And so I thought that was so funny, because here she was trying to figure out, Something that was wrong with this tiny, you know, like with this laser and these really, you know, like optics and this, you know, very careful, precise setup, and she's ripping a phone off the wall (laughs) to get to, not even considering anyone else in the lab might want to use that phone someday. Again.
0: But <laughs> it may the wall is not supposed to have a gigantic hole in it, it. it. Exactly. I mean, people think about doing these things. Yeah, I mean. Science is frustrating.
1: It is. And sometimes you're like, I just want this to work. But, you know, destroying something else in the, in the meantime, <laughs> not a good idea. So that's that's my
0: fun science lab story for today, which I thought you could <laughs> all enjoy. I mean, <laughs> I can see how she, you know, she's having a bad day. Yeah. One time I thought about throwing my um, entire hard drive out the third story window at UNC Chapel Hill and watching yeah. it crash to the ground. Actually, I thought about doing that after my thesis <laughs> was done so that oh. my advisor couldn't get the data. Nice. Yeah, but I thought that would be unprofessional and childish.
1: Right, so you didn't do it. Yeah, no. see, so you restrained yourself. Right? I
0: just took all my data with me <laughs> and I don't know where it is now. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so save the same, per- like serve the same purpose, but you didn't, you know, like hurt an innocent bystander. In the process. No. <laughs> good, good.
0: No. Uh, so, so yeah, you wanna? Do you have a good story for us today? Susan? Well, I don't know how good it's going to be because I'm tired, but I think it's pretty funny. So, the people in the geology department at UNC Chapel Hill have two choices. They can either do a, like a computer-based project, or they can do more of a field-based project where you go out in the field for a month and you like map rocks or collect stuff, whatever. So I decided that I was going to be one of the tough geology girls and I was going to go out in the field for a month and map rocks. Yay, me! So this is so me. I always think these things sound like just greatest ideas ever, (laughs) you know? I picture myself as this rugged mountain girl. So not the case. I mean, I'm not really a mall rat. I don't like shopping. I don't really dress up, but you know. But yeah, you don't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Let's just face it. You know, there's only so long I can hang out outside. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I decided that this is what I was going to do, and. Um, my office mate, Bree, was my field assistant, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't go out into the middle of nowhere all by yourself, at least I don't want to, and it's not fun. No. So, we flew to Las Vegas, we rented this really cute silver Jeep. Nice. So cute. Aww. And then we went to Walmart and we bought all this camping gear, because we were like, we're going to go camping in the desert, and we're going to map rocks, and we're going to be all tough and rugged, nice. yay us! So we got like a Coleman stove and chairs, we went kind of all out. I mean, it was kind of the epitome of car camping. Oh,
1: nice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But we were so proud of ourselves when we left Walmart (laughs) and the car was, like, packed with all this stuff. Oh, I think I need another cooler. (laughs) And so we get up there and this place was located, it's in the Mineral Mountains. It's between Beaver, Utah and Milford, Utah.
1: Hmm.
0: And they are the tiniest towns. It's like... I have nothing against Mormon people, but it was just, like, Mormon towns, and everybody knew each other. And we, you know, we roll into town, and they're like, who are you? Right. So it was just kind of creepy and, um, weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we drive out. We didn't stay in town. We were like, no, we are not going to stay in town at the one hotel there. We're going to go out. We're going to camp. So we get out there, and we're driving down the dirt road, and all of a sudden... This, like, river of gigantic insects crosses in front of the car. Like, I don't know how else to describe oh it. I would call it a plague, but it was worse than a plague. It, it looked like a river of moving bugs, oh, kind of like a cross between God. crickets and cockroaches. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and it was yikes. 2003, and that summer there was this Mormon cricket outbreak in Utah and I think Idaho. Oh wow. And so they're actually <laughs> called Mormon crickets and there's a reason for that but I don't remember what it is. Right. So it was just disgusting. Aww. I don't care about bugs like spiders don't bother me. I don't right. kill them. But these things were just I mean just just thinking about them makes me want to just ugh. Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: god. And just millions of them. Too. It was just
0: I just wanted to vomit. And plus they eat their friends. Like you run over them and then <laughs> they go back and eat their buddies. Oh. Ooh, food. So we finally found a campsite <laughs> where there weren't any Mormon crickets and we're like, okay, this is fine. So I set up a tent, we get our little Coleman stove on our yeah. little plastic table and it's really kind of cute and weird at the same time. And then I think we drove back up the road to go look at some rocks. We come back and the entire camp is infested oh, with God, these disgusting, move. yeah, they just like move all the way across these like mountains and plains or whatever and then they eat all the crops, which is just great. I mean, it was just gross. You couldn't walk anywhere without stepping on them. And it's not like stepping on an ant where you're like, big deal. I mean, right. you can hear the crunch.
1: Oh, gosh. It's <laughs> and you know one of their friends is coming to eat them. So, at oh, this point, both of us were
0: just tired. We'd been driving a long time. We were ready to cry. I'm like, no, we're going to do it. I'm not going to be a wimp. We're going to stay out here and get this done. So, we cooked up some macaroni and cheese. Like, we were huddled into this, like two-foot-by-two-foot two space where the Mormon crickets weren't, like, right next to the car. Aww. We kind of huddled down and ate our dinner, <clears throat> oh, God. and then I went to the tent to get something, and I look up, and there's a Mormon cricket, like, two inches from my face ah! in the tent. <laughs> it was so oh, gross, God. and I screamed this blood-curling, like, girly <laughs> scream. I was like, ah! So, um, Brie was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm looking at Garage Band, and, that was loud. Um... <laughs> So Brie and I decided, you know, we're not going to sleep in our tents. We're just going to sleep in the back of the car because the Mormon crickets can't get there. Nice. So we put all of our stuff in the back of the car. We lie down, and Brie's like, I'm rolling. I'm like, me too. I think we're on a hill. So hmm. I had to move the car. And that day we had, you know, we'd gone to Walmart, and we'd had to get water jugs, these big, like, plastic five-gallon water oh. jugs. <laughs> so we'd filled them up, and we put them next to the car. And I should also mention that this was located next to this gigantic hydrothermal plant, so there's like a geothermal area where there's hot uh-huh. water coming up through the rocks. Right. So I get in the car to move it. I back up the car. Everything's fine. I come forward, and then all of a sudden, this gigantic 20-foot plume of water spurts <laughs> up into the air. Oh, that's, so you think you did and it's you something. Completely dark. All I see is water and this gigantic crash of water on the windshield. Bree is screaming. I'm screaming. <laughs> I really thought that the world was ending. <laughs> She's like, where did you put the water containers when we got out of the car today? I'm like, oh. <laughs> We'd also run out of the shovel we bought, you know, to dig holes oh, for going right. to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a
1: great story.
0: So, we, uh, we went to town and slept in a hotel.
1: (laughs) Good for you. You lasted longer than I would have. I would have just been like, crickets, okay, peace out.
0: (laughs) Well, my advisor was supposed to show up two days later, and I just, I mean, I just felt like I couldn't seem like a wimp in front of him, but I was such a wimp.
1: No, but I mean, the crickets and... (laughs) the hydrothermal explosion.
0: (laughs) I really thought that's what it was. I don't blame you. That's really funny. (laughs) That's great. And then two days later, Bree had to leave and my friend Russ came out to be my Uh field partner for the rest of the time. And he was just so, he's like, so let me get this straight. You could have either stayed in Chapel Hill and done a computer project or, you know, hung out outside in the dirt and cold and whatever. and You picked this. I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, I don't know if you're cut out for this. I'm like, shut up, Russ. <laughs> Let's go to the hotel. And it drove him nuts because every two days I was like, I'm kind of dirty. Let's go to town and take a shower. <laughs> yeah. So, It's a
1: good
0: story. I liked it. I feel like I didn't tell it very well.
1: He did. He did fine. I kind of
0: dragged it out. No? Oh, well. I'm relying on the listeners' good graces now.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> me too. I think we're up to like 10. Woo! That's great. That is great. We love you. And we heard from somebody who has a piece of aerogel.
1: That's right. And we're, yeah, we were really curious about that because, A, how'd you get that aerogel? Yeah. And, and and what does it look like? And is it made out of, I think it's supposed to be made out of silica glass is what we read on CNN last time. But yes. I don't, I, mean, I want to know what it feels like. Yeah, and what it looks like and, Yeah. Is it, you know, heavy or light or? Descriptions, please. Yes. Or
0: better yet, just send us one. Yeah. Just send us a little piece. <laughs> this person's in the army. That's probably why he has it. Maybe. He teaches at West Point. Oh, cool. Hello, West Point. Hello. Did you read Absolutely American? No. It's authentic. a story about West Point. It came out a few years ago. Okay. It's like a... Uh, <laughs> Documentary.
1: Oh, documentary,
0: okay. Oh, what? oh. That's This might be a good time to, to end. end the show.
1: <laughs> yes, I believe so. But we hope you enjoyed our little segment today and continue to listen. And please send us emails and story ideas and any other feedback you want to give us.
0: Yes, I like the Mythbusters idea. Yeah. I think we're going to have to go with that. Okay. Again, send it to us, sciencegeniusgirls at gmail.com. Yep. Good. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. Bye.